Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. I am so excited to have... One of my besties here with us today, Catherine Langsford, who is the owner, proprietress of Photos by Catherine in Vancouver, Canada, where anyone who's anyone has been photographed by PBK. <laughs> Welcome, Catherine. Glad you're here. Hey, great being here. So, Catherine, can you tell a little bit about yourself just for the like 0.001% of listeners that may not have heard of you? Sure. I'm in Vancouver, Canada. I specialize in family portraits and, you know, uh, creating finished fine art for the walls of Vancouver homes. 
I've been in business for almost 23 years. And yeah, that's me. And you're awesome. And you specialize in specifically black and white portraits. Yep. Black and white, fine art portraits, children and families. I love it. You're a niche of a niche. And it's <laughs> so good. So what I wanted to talk about with you, Catherine, today is one of the things that you and I love to do is we, on our drive home several times a week, we like to have car talk, chat about mm-hmm. the day's events and yep. talking about our favorite topics. One of which probably the number, number, our number one favorite topic. Sales. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> so I figured for our maiden voyage on this, the rework podcast together, we would talk about sales. So I've been working on some stuff for the, this upcoming course that I'm working on, just talking about, again, sales, thinking about some of the things that cause the biggest problems or how we sabotage ourselves with sales. So what are your thoughts on that? Okay. So sabotage in the sales room, I think is probably always related or driven by fear. Fear of what? Fear of our worth, the worth of our work. Fear of money. So fear of, you know, is our work worth this money? Is it okay that we're requesting this much money? Is, you know, lots of questions about if we are valuable enough and if we have priced ourselves accordingly. Lots of questions like that, I think. Right. When I think sabotage, I think, let's go back to that fear of, is it worth what we're asking? What does that internal dialogue sound like? And then, because we all have it, even still, uh-huh. even we might be, we might be overcoming it. We might be moving past it, but it's still, is it always there in some form? Or do you feel like you've gotten kind of completely past that? I definitely haven't gotten completely past it. I think, I think there's periods where, you know, when things are going well and you're, there's really a great feeling of, you know, I've given these people the best possible experience they can have. This work is incredible. You know, I am so happy with what I'm suggesting for them. Those kind of situations when I just really feel great about all of it, I would probably have a lot less of that fear. I think when I have clients who are price sensitive or clients uh, are maybe, you know, wanting to negotiate cost or anything that's sort of pushed back in terms of the spend, there, there may be times when I question, you know, holding my ground on that. And when I feel like, should I really push this or should I just negotiate or should I offer them a deal? Or, you know, I feel like maybe I'm going to lose the sale because they're not comfortable with the money. So maybe I should backpedal and find a way to make it happen. Or And we've had lots of those processing conversations <laughs> post price sensitive discussions. So what do those sound like for you? What are some of those conversations that kind of cause you to put you back on your heels a little bit? Conversation might be, I don't know if we want to spend that much right now. Can we think about it? You know, this is a lot of money. Can we think about it and get back to you? I didn't know it was going to cost this much. Right. All of those things. Okay. Yeah. And so let's role play that. Cause I think, you know, we actually do a lot of that too. <laughs> so if I'm saying that to you, what is this price sensitive comment happening for you? Worst case scenario, it's happening in the sales room. Yes. Worst case scenario. So let's just go there. Okay. That's where it happens okay. for all people. So I'm, mm-hmm. I've what? You've shown me my images. 
I've shown you the images. I've, I've shown you the wall, the wall arrangement that I feel is perfect for you based on what we've talked about at the, at the consultation, because we definitely had one. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Better bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. They've fallen in love with the images. They're really happy with the wall, but it comes up when we talk about the bottom line, when we talk about. So you're, okay. you're giving a total, I've gone through and I've discussed, I want that. Yes. I want that. I want that. Put that in a 16 by 20, give me the 24 by 36 of that one. And then you're what printing me an invoice or just giving me a, a bottom line figure. Yeah, I could be doing, it depends on how it's going. I mean, if it really feels like, okay, we're reaching the end of this meeting, I'm probably printing an invoice. Okay. There are also times when I keep people posted as we go along, like, okay, so, you know, we're looking at X amount for this one, X amount for that one. The, yeah. This wall is right about you know, X might, now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then I'm saying, Whoa. Okay. I had, I did not know it was going to be this much. Right. Okay. I mean, I don't have to decide right now, do I? Yeah. Here's where we make this decision. This is really the best place to make that decision. You don't want to go home and lose sleep over it and roll it around in your head and be left with that kind of worry. You don't have time for that. This is the best place for us to figure it out. Let me help you. Oh, that's so good. You keep these, right? I can come back later and, and order more later if I don't get them all right now, right? No, I only keep the files that you order. Not going to overtalk that point. So, yeah. I'm leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just think about this and like maybe I need to go home and like measure and just think about it, sit in my bathtub and look at the wall. You know what? Why don't we talk up? through some of your questions here? And then, and then we'll see if you're still really confused. The things that you want to think about, let's see if we can get some of those questions answered for you while I'm here with you. This is what I'm here for, to help you sort it out. So good. I love it. Okay. So you're gliding on the surface of this conversation like a swan, but I know that underneath you have got oh, to be pedaling okay. like a little baby duck. Yeah. Underneath, I'm saying there is no way I can let them out of this room. I may <laughs> never get them back. How on earth am I going to feed my children and pay my mortgage if I let people go home and take bubble baths <laughs> right. and think about what's going to be on their walls? Well, and Those also, two things don't go together. That's true. But also, you and I both know that what you said to me is absolutely true is that I don't have time for that. I'm what mm -hmm. I'm trying to do is I'm trying to delay decision making. I'm feeling a little bit as the client, I'm feeling a little bit nervous. I'm feeling maybe not, I'm not really feeling, I don't feeling pressured from you, but I'm feeling like I really want all of these images and, and that I'm excited about them. And I'm realizing that my excitement is translating into a lot of dollars more than what I had previously thought. And so the easiest thing for me to do as, as your client at this point is just to not decide is to just delay mm -hmm. the decision-making because I, I really do want them, but I don't want to face the fact that they're actually going to cost more than what I thought. So you mm -hmm. saying that I don't have time for that, that is absolutely true. And I think that's a really good point. And I've used that too. I've said before to clients, you know, look, you've got a bunch of kids. You have a life. You're going to leave here. You're not going to think about it. Then I'm going to call you. Then you're going to think I'm nagging you. And we're not going to be friends anymore. So mm -hmm. this is the best time to figure it out. Let's figure it out together. And then it's, even if it's less than what they said they were going to spend, yeah. I would rather it be just nailed down because then exactly. we can move forward because when we're chasing them back and forth, uh, that's when yeah. bad things happen because yeah. they talked to one of your employees, but they didn't talk to the other. 
Oh, so absolutely. they didn't get communicated. The whole thing it's, falls apart. Yeah, it's just not a good situation. And kids don't get fed and mortgages don't get paid. Exactly. Right. And then they don't get their beautiful pictures on the wall, which is really what they want. They that's why they come to us because it's so mm-hmm. obvious that that's what we do. Okay, so how did you you haven't always been able to be like the beautiful gliding swan. You I'm sure right. stumbled and mm-hmm. maybe said what? Like can you think back? I might have let them go away to think about it. Okay. I mean, I used to be really focused on not wanting to have like a hard sell sort of image. So if they wanted to think about it, I'd let them think about it. Very rarely ever worked out in a favorable way, but I I might let them think about it. So you didn't get Um, what you wanted and they didn't get what they wanted because it just kind of, they go away and then the excitement bleeds off. And before, you know, and how many times... I've done the same thing too. And how many times do you run into those people and like, you know, we really need to get in order those, or they yeah. might come back later, you know, for a later year. And they're like, yeah, we never really ordered those. I yeah. really, those were great. And they're not thinking, they're not sitting around thinking, oh, I shouldn't have left that office to think about no. it. What they're thinking is they're mildly annoyed with me. Yep. Because they spent so much time and effort getting ready for that session and making a session happen and, and sending me the wall photos and meeting with me, and then they never got what they wanted. So they walk away feeling like they have a sour taste in their mouth about me. And really, it, it was my fault. I didn't know how to, you know, correctly educate them and get them to the point where they could close that deal. To me, that's the most exciting part of it is that if it's our fault, that's actually the best case scenario. Because if, if it's our fault, then we can change it. If it's, somebody else's fault, if it's the, under the client's control or whatever, then there's very little control we, we can have over that. So can you trace back and maybe not, but was there a specific moment that kind of made you decide, okay, no, we're not doing this. Was there things that you learned? What kind of made you make that transition from nice little photographer that let the welcome mat that let everybody walk over her to the powerful swan that you are today? You mean besides my friendship with you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Besides you like scolding me daily over the phone and making me promise to change my ways. <laughs> okay. So part of it was wrapping my head around the fact that I would be providing these people with better service if I could help them do this in a less painful way. Of course, it's something I want, but I also started to see it as something I owe to them. And that is part of a high-end service. You know, part of me being an expert is also helping them through the sales process in a way that feels comfortable and doesn't have a bunch of surprises cropping up. And it's so defined, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing that I think you and I both changed in our businesses is really drilling down on that consultation so that the sales session was the fun part. It had a lot less weight to it. Would you say that's mm-hmm. true? Yeah. The consultation changed everything. Exactly. The consultation was the time where we really talked details about what exactly do you want? If you're not sure, let's figure it out together. Let's talk exactly about how much everything costs. Not only how much everything costs, but when you add everything up, how much it all costs together. That was part of the problem I was running into is I would share prices with people, but I think they never added up what it would cost to get six or eight of those pieces. They just sort of looked at individual line items. So really drilling 
down into for everything you're telling me you want, this is how much it will cost to the point where I actually send people quotes and have them approve and really, you know, have them understand that this is, this is a real thing that costs real money that you'll really have to pay. (laughs) You know, because I think sometimes before the session, it's just this fun talk about this photo session we're going to have. Yep. You know, there isn't really that let's go one step further and talk about what the purchase will be from that photo session. And I feel like that, I mean, I don't want to get sexist or anything, but it does, it does because our clients are primarily female and that, you know, historically it's usually guys that have the like hard number talks and like, let's give you a quote and let's figure out how much this is going to be. And all of that, that's very normal in the business world with every other type of service provider, but somehow with the soft services, like maybe interior design or photography or graphic design or whatever, that it seems to be a little bit like more nebulous. And with, when you were dealing with, with women, especially if they tend to be stay at home moms or maybe women that haven't been in the workforce that much, it's just easier for them to delay decision-making sometimes. Uh-huh. Or to make assumptions about how much it's going to cost. Right. Which is, which is hilarious because I don't know where those ideas come from, but it happened all the time. People just had an idea of what they were going to spend, even though, but again, my fault for not making it really, really clear. Exactly. Your fault, our fault and our ability to change it. And I think also when you think about when you're quote, whatever you're quoting. So, you know, when you go to buy something and somebody says, oh, well, you know, we're going to landscape your yard. I mean, that could be anywhere from like $7,500 to 750,000, you know, and you're thinking Mm -hmm. in your mind, well, whatever that lowest thing was, that's the number that sticks in your mind. You never, you never Mm -hmm. think you're going to be at the top end ever. You always think you always hear the lowest number and that's kind of what you plan on. And then you think I could probably get it down from there. So our clients aren't any different than we are. They kind of hold on to those smaller numbers. So I think quoting and really, it's not really shocking, but kind of like in the beginning to be able to say, no, this could be as much as, or whatever, you know, to, to, so that they aren't feeling like blindsided and surprised. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Goes a long way. And there, as expected, there are occasions where people say, whoa, okay, that's way more than I thought. Mm-hmm. Let me get back to you. And fine. Maybe I'm not for them. And, and they're obviously not for me. I mean, let's find that out after a phone call instead of after hours. of Right. So, so just to clarify, now when they're saying well, that's way more than I thought, it's in the consultation before you uh-huh. photograph uh-huh. the the session, not yeah. in the view and order it, session. Maybe even in the phone call that precedes the consultation. Sure. I just right off the bat. Yeah. And the thing that I think is interesting is as you get more transparent and you're talking about this in a way, like an unapologetic way, you're not hiding like, well, you know, the guacamole is 250 extra. Like you're not talking about it like that. You're like, yeah. And then there's a 40 by 60. That's this. And it would be so awesome in a hallway and you're quoting those prices. And then you're letting them, the letting the client self-select then the client's going either great. Yeah. I love yeah. that. $5,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. I mean, the painting we bought in mm-hmm. Aspen last year was 20. Amazing. Mm-hmm. This is a deal. Or they're shocked and saying, whoa, I had no idea, but they still mm-hmm. see how cool the vision is, right? They still see how cool it would be to have that so that when they do have that money or they know somebody that does, they know who to refer yeah. when you need custom wall art that happens to be yeah. your family. 
It defines the type of service that we are. And I find there's either they're expecting that and they get it and it's not a surprise or they are not expecting that and they had no idea that's who they were calling and I'm not for them. Or then there's a third category of people who are like, oh, there's that? Yes. Oh, that sounds awesome. But yeah. you, but that wasn't what they thought they were getting. No. But they're very excited about it and thrilled to know that, you know, we're, we're sort of a niche service with large scale fine art wall pieces being our area of specialty. And that's, there's not a lot of that. So. Some so they might have been calling totally thinking surprised. they were just going to get some digital files or maybe yeah. some small gift prints or whatever. And then you might have quoted them that first thing. And they're kind of like, oh, wow. Even just the, oh, wow, that used to really take me back. Like I would, it would make me clench, right? And you'd think, oh, they hate me. Oh my gosh, they don't think I'm worth it or whatever. But it mm -hmm. has nothing to do with me because the, oh, wow, might be like, oh, wow, I had no idea that this service even existed. This is awesome. Or, oh, wow, is I'm now adjusting my expectations. Do you know what I mean? Does that? Yeah. Adjusting my expectations. Happen? Like, mm -hmm, yeah. Because it's sort of like, they think they're calling a portrait studio because that's what they're supposed to do because they have kids and that's what you do. You get kids photographed, but then they realize, oh, wait a second. This is a whole fine art thing that has mm -hmm. an expert behind it who knows where to hang it and the right way to hang it. And the service that's going to come and hang it are, are the people who deal with all the galleries and like, it's just sort of elevates the whole experience. And they, they didn't know that was an option, but they're right. very happy about it. And it takes a minute for them to make that switch because they haven't encountered that before. So they might say things like, wow, or, and it might even be, uh, oh, wow. I had no idea that it was mm -hmm. that expensive. Mm -hmm. And then you keep talking about what that entails and all of that. And then they're, oh, oh, okay. So then they put you in a different category because up until then you've yeah. been in the nice little portrait photographer yeah. category, which mm -hmm. is like a lot of little, some digital files. And we do this yep. every six months to completely different to, okay, this is actually fine art and it's on a different level. And maybe we only do it once every five years, but let's do it. Yeah. Or every year, but in different yeah. ways, either fine. way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank you for that, because I think that that's super valuable. What would we say to our younger and less wiser selves when we were feeling scared about approaching this? What's a good first step if you feel like you're getting a lot of pushback on your pricing or your clients aren't finalizing their sales? What's a good place to start with that when you feel like you're just not being as effective, your sales are kind of burning down? What's a good place to start? Maybe ask myself, what could I have educated these clients on before we got into this room? What piece of information was missing for them that this is coming as a huge, unpleasant surprise? For me, that was the big light bulb moment when I started doing pre-session consultations was, okay, all the things that they're just figuring out in the sales room that are causing me so many problems, I can educate them about before we even do the session. And that can be oh, my husband doesn't want any art hanging on the main floor, but I do. And so instead of them having you know, a fight in the sales room or coming to a point where they need to go away and think about it because they didn't even realize that their partner doesn't even want portraits hanging on the main floor and that's what they were planning, that kind of thing can, we, can be sorted out ahead of time. But, or if it is as simple and 
as a money issue. I definitely have people come into consultations. We talk very specifically about money. They're not sure how they feel about it. They ask me, how could we keep it, you know, under this figure? We work out how we can keep it under that figure. And then that changes the agenda of what the session's going to be. And then we're all happy. But if I've already shot it all and they're already thinking they're going to have it all. And then we sit down and they realize this costs way more than I thought. Often they would walk away, not walk away to think about it or walk away to figure out what they wanted to take out or whatever, but they would walk away. And no matter what, it really just never works out satisfactorily because either they end up spending way more than they thought and are mad about it because they felt like somehow they were duped or didn't have the full information or whatever, Mm -hmm. or they didn't get what they wanted and are mad that they don't have it. And same thing, feel like you're holding their images hostage or whatever. So the transparency up front is just so much better because then before we ever pick up a camera, we just know what it is that we're shooting for. And so one of the things I'd love to do is if you go to the the website on dotherework.com and to this podcast episode, we'll have a download of my client consultation sheet so that you can have that, grab that and use that with your clients so that you're able to answer all those questions, nail down all that stuff ahead of time so that you're not sabotaging yourself in the sales room later. Catherine, as always amazing to talk to you. I'm just going to start calling. Can I buy you a t-shirt that says the swan? Because you know, you gave me that unicorn mug a long time ago. <laughs> the unicorn. Kind of the same. It's kind of the same. We're just going to go for yeah. the swan. It's going to be your new, your new. Yeah. Glide on the top, even if your legs are madly kicking and frantically exactly. panicking below the surface. Just glide. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And we'll talk again soon. You too. Bye. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework. 